If this is your first time listening to the Making of a Hoodie podcast, I'd urge you to go back to episode zero where you can get a sense of the context of what we're trying to do here and what this is all about. It's been a real journey. Hopefully on Monday, I'm going back to school. We've all learned quite a few lessons this year. Life lessons, they're always going to help you, whether it's good or bad. She just broke down and we didn't know what to do. You know, humanity does exist and there is that compassion between human beings. So while we always spot change, it's finally been a time where you have to accept change. Welcome to the Making of a Hoodie podcast. Welcome to the first ever Making of a Hoodie podcast, as we design Hero Hoodie One. We wanted to celebrate a very special group of heroes from 2020, the class of 2020, the year 12 graduates from across the planet who have navigated the most complex revolution in educational delivery that we have seen in the 21st century, who have navigated complexity and stress and pressure and working from home and isolation and a lack of connectedness and a lack of connectedness to information to each other and who have seen what was permanent broken. Yesterday could have been the worst day of the fire season so far. COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. Overnight chaos in Minneapolis. Schools should remain open. Global climate is one of the many stories not crossed the front pages by this pandemic. Reclaim Hong Kong, they chant. Total worldwide debt has never been higher. The American firing with drones the clearly didn't want to miss their targets. Iran's general, Qasem Soleimani, torn through the Lebanese capital, Beirut, which raised concerns about the future of real learning. I'm Kai Noble. I'm a Wiradjuri woman. I'm from Newtown Performing Arts High School. So beginning of the year was good and then obviously we had lockdown because of COVID-19, um, which is a bit rough going through trials, you know, having to study around six to eight hours a day, just staying at home. Got pretty boring, stuck in the same routine, but um, on the whole, it's been a really good experience and yeah, really grateful and lucky to have it. I'm Talia. I go to Atwell College in Perth, Western Australia, and I'm a Yamaji woman. I'm Cheyenne. I go to Atwell College and I'm a Yamaji woman. We're really lucky. So, for example, like over east, I know that they've been in lockdown like twice, whereas over here we've only been in lockdown once and that was only for a couple of weeks. So, definitely lucky. My name's Connor from South Australia. I go to Trinity College Senior. Um, I'm a Waramai and Virupai man. It's just this really weird atmosphere. You, you can feel it. It's just, it's there and it's not at the same time. You can't help but feel out of place despite the fact you've been doing the same thing for your last 12 years of schooling every single day. Hi guys, I'm Shinsel Machenika. I'm from Zimbabwe. I'm in Form 4. It's been hard to, to, to study at home uh, due to internet problems. Not all of us uh, can afford uh, Wi-Fi. So, uh, especially those uh, in the marginalized uh, communities, they don't have uh, internet connection, no e-learning. So I think uh, for us, uh, the children in Zimbabwe, it's been uh, quite a challenge. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Johan. I am actually in BD Samani International School in Bombay. So we've all learned quite a few lessons this year. Uh, I'd say one that's really struck me is that it's really imprudent to take anything for granted, anything at all. 
especially when you consider the prevalent and the frankly appalling inequalities that exist in every society for example i am in a school which is uh, fairly well off and most people who i know in fact everyone i know can easily afford things like internet but then when you look outside the window you see so many people who can't and i think that in that sense there is a great degree of appreciation that's required for what we have which we just as well could have been born without uh, and i think therefore that the best lesson is to to learn how we can use these resources we've been given to help the ones who have it. Mm, i actually think that since we have the privilege of our internet connection to those who doesn't have i think um it would actually be more appropriate to provide them with our books if we can go to those marginalized areas and buy textbooks for them because we can't provide internet connection for for every area so maybe if we could buy our books uh, that have notes physical notes in them i can we can just uh give them uh those notes it would be um a big help to them I'm Kunal. I'm I'm from India, Bhopal, and I homeschooled through my 11th to 12. Overall, I think more than anything, the years while putting up challenges of its own, it also built built up a lot of more lot more opportunities in disguise. Being where we are, it probably gives us different opportunities. So, uh, to so I have a very good friend who believes in a in a being in a place that's less developed much better than being in a place that's more developed given the fact that you have more opportunities from business perspective it really impacts the opportunities you have and all the things you can do so for example in a developing country i guess there's a lot more community service you can do because there really is more of a necessity i'm broke i'm a jury woman and i got to would you stay high school there was one point where a teacher will on a online collaboration and she just started bawling her eyes out because she couldn't focus or help us in any way because she was like at home and she didn't have the materials to like show us and she just broke down and we didn't know what to do and uh more like when we went back to school teachers were sort of more stressed because most of their planning for the year had been chucked out the window because of covid so they were put under a lot of pressure and they sometimes broke every few lessons they broke down a lot what happened in in one, in that moment when when that teacher broke down did one of the students say something what how did you get through that moment i went quiet because i was unsure of what to do but um some some students uh, asked if she was okay and said that like supported her and supported most teachers do you think kind of we've we've seen more of each other's humanity during this time oh yeah for sure um countless opportunities you know at at school um they're already doing a great job of of just connecting with us um as you know people like come on like why why can't they be people just because they they're a teacher like what what's the problem with that but uh yeah they're really really looking out for us and and you know they're to lend a helping hand when we need it kaya what's the best book you've read this year i had a go at to kill a mockingbird again you know it's so relevant with the black lives matter movement currently sparking up again and all the injustices that are going on you know it's interesting to see it from a perspective from america which is such a country of you know divide i remember this one particular scene where it's at the very end of the book where they the kids meet boo radley for the first time and you know 
he's helping Scout and whatnot. And it just shows that, you know, humanity does exist and there is that compassion between human beings and it can happen. Its potential is inevitable, but it's just whether the fact that we want to get over these societal constructs that we've created and, you know, overcome these silly ideas that we've, you know, instilled into the world and just put that all aside and move on with equality and justice to, you know, have that same feeling of a real human connection between all of us. It's not black versus white, it's everybody against the racists, yeah, and those that don't want true equality. It is our responsibility to design a culture that reflects and honours the kind of world we want to live in. As the conversation was moving, I was desperately sketching away and we had a couple of our designers on the interview who were trying to work out, right, these are nine kids' stories from around the world, from three different continents. How are we going to design a hero hoodie out of this? So I asked them about what logo they'd like to see or what they'd like to see in a logo, and this is what they said. It may not be immediately apparent, but it's a logo that starts off very intricate and detailed, but eventually tapers off into something a bit more uh, sparse. I think what the, the reason that I drew this is because for me, what struck me the most this year is how I entered Jan first with a whole um, set of ideas as to how everything from my college applications to my personal goals is going to go. And now I've just learned to live life in the moment. And yet, with that being said, try to be the most productive and most uh, uh, functional that I can be. So I think this is really something that echoes that thought. So we've got the world which is pretty much resembling everyone. And then it's got different things that are happening to us this year. So over here, you've got like a little symbol for COVID. Then you've got the fist representing Black Lives Matter. And then over here, you've got a graduation cap representing the fact that we are graduating. And then you've also got the Wi-Fi symbol for like online learning and all that. So I created um, this. It's like, it means um, like 2020 as a whole, like I have like hashtag stay safe from for COVID uh, positivity to like get through like school and everything. Uh, these parts here branching out, it's like um, us like moving on from 2020 and branching out, uh, looking forward to 2021. And yeah, that's thing. <laughs> Basically, the first thought that came to mind was, uh, you know, it, it's been a real journey to just have to uh, really to be forced to take a step back and to look at the world as what we believed it was, but now it's just so fragile with with uh, you know COVID nineteen and to to have that hindsight, I guess at the end of the year and, and to wear that jumper around with pride to say you know what? I reflected on that and I'm going to take that with me from what I've learnt and I'm going to move on. We've got all hearts um, and circles. So I went with the circles because I thought, you know, it's unity and everyone is in the same boat. We're all together in this, especially for the class of 2020, you know, we're all going through the same things. Tough last year, but we're going to make it through. And ideally, if I was good enough, um, I was going to put hand holding symbols like right around the edge of the border, just to symbolize how, you know, students may necessarily not go to the same school or, you know, 
may not have been friends before this year, but we've all bonded over this huge impact that COVID-19 has had on our year and, you know, we've come out alive. So pretty grateful for that. And yeah, that's what I've got. Awesome. Thanks, Kaya. Yeah, on this call alone, we've got people from different states in Australia and three different continents that are, that are all sharing their experiences. And yeah, you all have a very common bond. And I think often we forget our humanity and we look at the things that are very different between us. So I think it's so, this year has been had so many different elements all the way from movements like defunding the police it's been changing every single thing that we thought was constant so while we always fought change it's finally been a time where you have to accept change because the moment you think one thing is changing and you're getting used to it there's another thing coming in feels like it feels like all of us are in a spaceship far far away and the only way we can connect to each other is through these networks that go in so I'm as distant to my physical neighbor as I am to you, even though we are thousands of miles apart and we are five to ten meters away. So you really can't talk to anyone any other way. So our desks being a barrier which we cannot go out of, but yet being the barrier with an antenna that connects us to the whole world. Three, two, one. What's phenomenal is that all of this is so so like the, how much we as a civilization developed in the past fifteen years has been more than the past five centuries or put together. And in a time where we're always connected, where we can't stay disconnected for, a, for more than 12 hours because we're scared we miss some important WhatsApp message. So even though we're so disconnected because of COVID-19, we're probably the most connected we've ever been with the internet. Just gonna add that I, and challenge a little bit, Kunal, about progress, because absolutely technological progress, I'd, I'd buy that um, and accept that premise. In the last 16 years, we've seen significant technological advancement. Technology, of course, is exponentially improving and growing. And as a result, if you don't work to, in parallel, democratize that same technology, then over time, I think that's what results in a lot of technological inequalities. And then my question is, are we better? You know, because when we talk about progress, are we actually happy? Well, you could answer that is with another question in itself is uh, can we ever stop learning? You are told to do your best, but how do you define your best? Where you draw the line at what is enough is what you feel is satisfying. The human race is very um, particular in what they want. Um, some want to improve, some want to um, stay in the same place as they, they are currently in, but um, I don't think as, <laughs> as uh, humans, we really know what we want in life. What I'm interested in is, is I suppose the question of, of deep satisfaction. Now, the most important movie probably ever made, uh, so if you haven't seen it, you'll have to go and see it, is a film called Cool Runnings. And there is a phrase in Cool Runnings where they say, Peace be the journey. Peace be the journey. Cool Runnings. Can we ever be satisfied as people? Honestly speaking, uh, our generation will never be satisfied uh, in terms of technology. I don't think we could ever fully be satisfied just because we don't know what we want half the time. It's incredibly difficult to know, you know, you could literally ask someone what they want for dinner and they'll never know. <laughs> it's just constant <laughs> fluctuation of being 
satisfied with what we want versus what we need. And I don't think we could ever balance both. I think it's going to be one or the other. And, you know, each one is perceived with, you know, good and bad connotations. You know, if we satisfy what we want, it's seen as selfish, but it's also fulfilling our purpose and making us happy. But if we fulfill what we need, you know, we're serving our purpose and, you know, getting what we need, but it may not necessarily be fulfilling our desires as an individual. So I don't think we could ever fully be satisfied, but, you know, we can sure as hell try. As we were talking, our creative director, Dan Single, flicked me a message uh, via the Zoom chat line and he said, ask him about the anthem of 2020, the music. And we then had this instant idea in parallel of maybe having an, an anthem playlist that was down the side of the Hero hoodie, which would show these kids' top tracks for, for 2020. And these are some of the tunes that, that got them through 2020 and helped inspire them along the way. Think Eye of the Tiger by Survivor because well, I mean, look at the situation we're in. I think right now what we need to do is just uh, look forward rather than looking back at what we could have done differently. The Doobie Brothers, What a Fool Believes. I guess another analogy, uh, feeling like our, our, the stability of, of our lives was, was always there. And um, I guess when we, when we needed it most and we really needed to tap into that, uh, that it sort of just fizzled out. Uh, and from that, there's always uh, growth and and confidence that everything's going to be all right in the end, uh, always in the future. Life Lessons by E40. I listen to it quite a few times a week. Just like, I don't know, it brings me in a better mood listening to that song, like knowing that life lessons, they're always going to help you, whether it's good or bad. Um, mine was uh, a song titled Nothing But Blood of Jesus, uh, sang by a local uh, gospel artist here. The reason why I chose uh, that to be my anthem was because uh, we might try to plan for tomorrow. We might plan uh, to, 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 to do activities of tomorrow. But if we look, for example, we have uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. No one uh, knew that we are going to have a pandemic that is going to disturb our social life. But I believe uh, if we stick to the blood of Jesus, everything will be possible again. Um, I'd say, where is the love? by Black Eyed Peas. It kind of goes towards the Black Lives Matter movement, I guess. Yeah, I love that song. I've got an old CD from my 18th birthday in my car at the moment, or in our car, my family's car. And Whereas the Love is the third track on it, so it's been getting a lot of airplay. My anthem was uh, We're All In This Together from High School Musical. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's been played a lot this year at my school. Uh, in fact, me and my friends sometimes like burst out singing it in class because people are a little bit stressed. So we just like to be positive. Um, but yeah, that song's pretty uh, pretty important to me this year. Brooke, why didn't why didn't you just jump in and sing it when your teacher was going through the breakdown moment? That was your moment to get into karaoke and go, come on, class. Let's teacher up. Um, that was before um, everything, like until like we started, we found the song and started singing it. Uh, that was, yeah, way before that. Maybe it can be a gift for the teacher as your graduation gift. You guys can record it and pass it on to them as a gift. Kaya, did you have a tune of 2020? I did. It was Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness. Went with that one just because, you know, it acknowledges the tough times, you know, everything that shines. I know it's going to be gold. 
but you're going to get through it and it's going to be all right, you know. It puts you in a good mood while you're also thinking about, you know, it may not be great right now, but you're going to get through it and everyone's going to be okay and you're going to come out the other side just fine. So, yeah, what a tune. So we've talked about the big ideas, we've zoomed out to all these big concepts. Now we've got to go and design a hoodie and we've got to try and make it take on the soul of, of these kids and their stories and the whole soul of the class of 2020. So I asked, what is the one special ingredient, the one piece of magical source that we had to put into this hoodie to make it come to life and be the hero hoodie that we were looking for? I'm not sure exactly how, but somewhere the element of you, human beings not being safe around human beings that didn't know since forever. The element of two human beings, maybe figurines. Uh, maybe like um, the word like positivity on it somewhere. Also, I think we should also add the word together because uh, this year of all the years, I have to admit, uh, the, the whole world have lived together. I reckon the colour blue has got to be on there. It's a serene colour, it's very calming kind of gives that universal feeling. It's more like of love and peace and serenity. I think it's a good colour to have on. Um, I'd probably say a peace sign. Um, either like peace or like the actual peace sign. Um, I would love to see, so my favourite animal is a turtle. So I'd love to see like a turtle incorporated. A turtle doing the peace sign. <laughs> oh my God, imagine, that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be so cool. With, with, with a sweatshirt that says imagine and a hat backwards and <laughs> a, skateboard, a skateboard ride into a ramp of Wi-Fi. I want to see some soft, soothing and cool pastel colours. But it should definitely have at least a hint of uh, chaos to it with all the soothing colours and, and ideas that we've spoken about. I think let's, let's not make it seem too predictable and planned much like this year. Well, everybody, thank you for being a part of this and, and, and very seriously and very earnestly, uh, absolute and utter respect to all of you for the resilience you've shown throughout the course of the year. I, I think that when we have tough times, they can really affect us and it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be challenged and, and hopefully uh, we can find our, our personal internal strength and our collective strength in each other's humanity and the struggle that we've been through and, and we come out of this experience rebuilding a world that is a lot more balanced, a lot more fair, a lot more opportunities for a lot more people and that's going to come down to all of us going out and, and doing work that, that helps create that and, and we really hope that this symbol of this hoodie will start to inspire. Thank you everyone for, for being on the first ever Making of a Hoodie podcast and been a part of history it's been a pleasure and that is a wrap over and out see you later gang thanks for being a part of this thank you so much yeah, for thank you. You. cheers thank you thanks for having us Head to aimmentoring.com right now to grab your own hero hoodie, the class of 2020. It's a great gift for year 12 kids around the world to say, we see you, we see your skills, we see your resilience, and we want to celebrate you. We will see you next time on Making of a Hoodie.